The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's a Garcia Diaries! Welcome to the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. I'm your host, Bethany Garcia. You might know me as the Garcia Diaries on Instagram. What's up, guys? I'm your co-host, Anthony Garcia. Every week, we deep dive real life, marriage, parenthood, sex, pop culture, and anything else in between. Let's get started. Welcome back, you guys. I am so excited for today's episode. We have a very special guest um, joining us today. And Anthony and I have been so excited for this episode because I know for Anthony, like he's probably sick of me talking about this. But if you live under a rock, then you might not know about the mom talk drama that's been unfolding on TikTok these past 30-ish days. And so if you are just joining us and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm going to give you guys a quick recap. Um, At dinner last night, I literally spent an an hour telling Anthony every single detail of what's happened for like a really basic rundown. You can go to my Instagram page and click on the mom talk highlight. But basically, um, there's a group of Utah TikTokers that would get together to create content together and they called themselves mom talk. And it really seemed like this group was spearheaded by one TikToker, Taylor Frankie Paul. And Taylor Frankie Paul's page is very much so a satire page where she kind of trolls her audience and really posts things for a reaction. So people were kind of shocked, but maybe not the most shocked when she had posted that she's getting a divorce. Cause I think a lot of people thought maybe this is a joke too. And then the videos kind of just kept getting a little bit more dramatic and it went from, we're getting a divorce and I'm a single mom to, I'm going to expose everyone that is trying to expose me. And then it turned into like, yes, I'm a swinger and that's why my marriage is ending. And then she ended up going live and gave a lot of details saying that basically her and her husband had opened up their marriage and they would get together for parties and they would all, you know, do things with each other. And she called it soft swinging. That's the terminology she used. And that there was another couple in mom talk that was involved. And she basically alluded to like, it should be very obvious who was involved based on like our videos, which led a lot of people to believe it was you know, either Miranda or Camille, because they were in the most videos with her, which is still not really confirmed. And then there was also like pictures that went around of her and Miranda that alluded to it being her, but she denies it. And it's just like, so, 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 so much drama. And then she kind of stopped giving any details whatsoever. um, Besides her also saying that every couple that was involved with the swinging is getting divorced. So she kind of went silent on giving details for a few weeks and I reached out to her on Instagram a few days ago and basically just said, you know what? Like, I think that you're really brave for sharing your story and being so honest with it. But I think people are so interested in like the tea and the drama. And I really want to know your actual experience, not your clickbaity, what can I get, how many views can I get on this video experience? I want to know your actual experience. I want to know how it went down. I want to know the details, your experience, not anyone else's yours. And she (laughs) replied and said, I would love to come on your podcast. So here we are. And I am so excited for you guys to hear this conversation. Welcome back, you guys. We are here today with a very special guest. Um, I wouldn't say broke the internet, but maybe broke TikTok with her recent videos. Today we have on Taylor Frankie Paul. Hi, Taylor. Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course. We're so excited. We gave a little intro for people that might not know you, but I'm sure everyone listening probably knows who you are based on just, I mean, in general, I feel like I've seen you on my For You page for like over a year now. And so, and then especially with, you know, the recent fun things that have been going on. (laughs) Um, Do you want to give a brief intro for everyone? Yeah. So I guess going just like off of TikTok, um, my name's Taylor Paul and I started during quarantine and I kind of just did mom content, like, like wholesome, good content. Then I went to more satire content. So jokes. So 
some may know me from the haunted house content. I have baby Stefan, which looks, my baby looks like a fish, a fictional character. And then people thought I was a, a mom slash grandma to some of my friends. And so that went viral. And then a lot of hair stuff I do. And now I guess I did joke about being in an open relationship and a swinger and what you put out in the universe, you manifest it. And I think that's why, to be honest, like it, <laughs> it came about. And so that's what I'm also known for now is that I guess Mormon mom that came out a swinger. So that's, I guess, just the background of the like. <laughs> so, so before we get into, can we call that a situation? What do we, we situation ship? I like that word. But before we get into that, because like she said, I, I'm not someone who's like in tune with everything going on in the world, but that situation like popped up on my feed and then, you know, getting second hand from her. For like, you patients. Our content that we see on our social media is just different. Before we get into this, like, what's something about yourself that you would want to get out there? Um, because, you know, we, Bethany and I talked about this. We want this to be more about you and your perspective. We don't want, you know, name dropping or to get involved in other people. But if you could just say, hey, th something about you that people don't know from TikTok or along that Social media. Like, yeah, I want people to get to know you as like a human being. So what's one thing that people might not know about you that's true? <laughs> I guess I haven't really talked about being like actually like vulnerable. And I am a human female that has very emotional feelings. It is really hard to offend me for sure in that sense. But I think I got into the mess I'm in because I was looking for something that was missing in my life. And so I guess for me, it was kind of like an emotional connection I was missing in my marriage. And that's something me and my soon to be ex are very, have been open about the last few weeks and kind of just like to give him perspective and vice versa. It's like, there's a point that he was lacking, you know, physical needs in the marriage. And then there was a point for me that was lacking emotional. And usually that's with guys need this more physical and girls need emotional, right? People are only getting so much information and I get 15 seconds of info out there, but I'm just a girl that, or a mom or a wife that was in a marriage and it was good and we've had struggles. And then we started to struggle a little bit more. And then we dabbled into unnecessary things, which we're all aware of now. And I got that emotional connection that I was, I wasn't getting at home. And so right. I, I am, I love romance and I, I love love. And that's not what I think people probably like, Oh, she just did this. She's just like going after male attention. And that just wasn't the case. It was, um, I, I have a lot of male husband friends around that I've been friends with for years and years and that's never came about. Right. It was just that, that chemistry that this person I had and that emotional connection that I was lacking at home. And that's how it came about. And not a lot of people, I guess they don't know really the backstory and why this happened, you know? Yeah. So. I think you hit the nail on the head there because, you know, just for me looking over your content and how you've handled the situation, it kind of seems like you're making light of it in a sense, more jokey, but you're right. At some point, something had to happen for you to even get to that point. And, you know, the way you're handling it on the outward or on social media may be different than you know, truly what's going yeah. on. So I think that's... With every social media, it's curated. Exactly. Yeah. Even with us, we try to be as open and honest as possible, but to to an extent, you know, like if we just had a fight, we're not going to go on social media and be like, yeah, we're in a fight right now. Um, this is what's going on. We resolve that issue and then we'll talk about that fight, you know, obviously. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> so... I think the big one of the biggest questions we got for you in our question box was... For example, this person said, what would you have done differently if you knew the outcome would be like this? And so I think even how you just said right now that you said it was unnecessary. So is that how you really feel? Like if you knew this, that this was the outcome, would you have still, you know, opened up your marriage? Uh, no, definitely not. So I guess the question is, do you regret doing what you yeah. did? And the answer yeah. is yes. One, it's embarrassing um, to our entire families because it's just like, and I don't judge anyone that does do any of that. I mean, I have no room to judge because we did do that. But one, it's not okay in our religion, the Mormon LDS religion. It's just not, it's a no-no. And so that's one rule. And then also our families, like didn't, my family didn't raise me this way. Like we had good morals, good values, and they did everything right. And so they like, when this all came out, it was just like a big emotional 
wrecked for the entire family. Like everyone was emotional. They were crying. They're just like, they didn't understand. Right. It was like shock. And so I could see why it was shocked to the world too, because it was like, how could you have done this? Did you, and a big question was my family's like, did you not feel guilt while doing this? Like, these are, we were doing bad things. And so my mom's like, well, you're not feeling like guilty for these things. And I was like, because my husband and I were like on the same page for some reason, I didn't feel guilt. And I think that's sometimes where, you know, you're so far out, like from God and Jesus, when you don't feel that guilt anymore. Right. But I did feel guilt of the deceit I was doing. So I guess talking behind my husband's back to someone else, like that is where I felt I lost weight during all that and anxiety every single day. Like I was, I knew I was in the wrong for that. And I felt major guilt for that. But for some reason, when I was with my husband and we were doing these things, I didn't feel as guilty, but maybe that's just because we're so far out. Let's take a quick break to talk about Talkspace. You guys know how much I love therapy. Therapy has been such a game changer in my mental health journey. And just with life, like things get really hard sometimes and having someone to talk to is so key. I love Talkspace so much because in between therapy appointments or when I'm feeling really down and I can't get an appointment in person, Talkspace is so amazing just to have someone to be able to talk to. Talkspace therapists are available to message anytime you need, which is amazing because you shouldn't have to watch your thoughts pile up until your next appointment rolls around. And honestly, I feel like that's like the hardest thing is when you're like, I know I have a therapy appointment on Friday, but it's Monday and I'm really struggling. So I guess I'm just going to bottle all my thoughts up until then. No, you don't have to do that with Talkspace. When you're feeling overwhelmed, it's normal to put off getting help the process of finding a therapist, scheduling appointments, and traveling to an office can be really overwhelming in and of itself. And that's what's so great about Talkspace. They make it easy to get clarity and support from a licensed therapist any time you need it. With 24-7 text, audio, and video messaging, Talkspace lets you talk to a licensed therapist without needing an appointment. And they also have thousands of therapists across dozens of specialties. And once you match with your therapist, you can message them anytime, anywhere, If your thoughts and emotions are piling up, a fresh perspective can really make you feel better. Match with your dedicated therapist today at Talkspace.com and use promo code Garcia during signup to get $100 off your first month. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com. Promo code Garcia. Let's jump back into the combo. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Cole. As a leading functional medicine practitioner, I have had the unique position to see so many alchemize their pain and health problems to their purpose. Now I want the same for you. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers, where there is a fresh infusion of grace and lightness into wellness. This is the art of being well. Join me every Thursday for a new episode. So let's let's take it back a bit. Um, let's start with the the whole religion Mormon. So that, that was a lot of the questions. I think that the reason why it blew up as big as it did is because the fact of the mom talk and the Mormons. So let's start there as far as, because a lot of the questions were like, oh, are you really Mormon? Or I can't believe. Just- no, it was more so like, I think people thought it, the Mormon thing was like a joke. So do you like, are you Mormon? Do you identify as LDS? Are you active in the church? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was born and raised LDS. Um, still am. You're, you're not, not LDS until your records are removed from the church. I don't think I would be excommunicated at this point. That means we're basically you're kicked out of the church. I, I would need to go see my bishop, which happens. I have to go see him and talk to him and kind of get like a feel for it. I've never been through the temple. And I, for those of people that are familiar with the religion, it's like, very seriousness in the temple when you get married. And that's why they have the undergarments and they wear those. So I never had any of that. So when I wear like a crop top, should I be more modest? They ask that. Yes. But is that like a deal breaker in the church? No. Is drinking. They ask that you don't do it. Yes. That's like a rule, but I do it. And you're still, you could still be in the church. If that makes sense. Like where it's free agency. There are certain things that you, you would get excommunicated for. And I don't know if this is one of them. That's something I would have to discuss with my bishop, but the answer is yes, I am LDS. So you re- you really are LDS Mormon. We can clear we that up. the case. Because <laughs> some people are like, maybe you're just using it, you know, using clout. Mormon for yeah. clout. What and do you say to people that say that you're using your religion for clout? I just kind of ignore them because like they clearly don't know. And I actually made a video of like me growing up. Like I, you get blessed as a baby. You don't get baptized till you're eight. So I was in my baptism dress 
I have my scriptures. So we, we believe in like, we have the Bible, but then we also have the book of Mormon and it's, it's all connected into one. It has my name engraved into it. So there's like just proof I was born and raised. You you have the foundation you were raised in that isn't, isn't something that, you know, you, you gained a following on TikTok and all of a sudden you're Mormon. You were actually raised in this. You lived it. Okay. Okay. I've not always been active though. Like that's very clear. Like I, I'm not like an every Sunday goer. I, we go more like on special occasions, Easter, Christmas, Mother's Day, stuff like that. I think someone um, asked, have you heard from the church since coming out with all of the, you know, everything that's happened and then also announcing your divorce? Have you heard from your bishop or the church at all? Or are you kind of like waiting to hear? I actually did get flowers from my bishop when he heard. <laughs> I <laughs> did. So he's also my family. So, okay. Um, distant family member. I don't know if they knew about all the internet stuff, but they did know I was going through a divorce and who knows what they heard. I'm, I'm sure they have the internet. So they know rumor has it that there's been a lot of more like on the church website, a lot of clicks. So it's brought a lot of traction to them, but I, I have not heard from them. I would be scared if I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So you kind of briefly mentioned your parents. How did your parents respond to all of this and his parents? Was it like, and did they find out from TikTok or did you actually like reach out to them? So there was a specific night that everything came crashing down. I could say my world basically um, was a very specific day. I'll never forget it. And I had so much anxiety and guilt and I just kind of knew it was all blowing up on that day. Um, That's when I was actually caught in the affair. And then, um, so then my mom, I'm, I'm like bawling in bed like depressed. I cannot function. And so my mom comes in and she's like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And I told her, and I told her what I had been doing and and why, like how this happened and kind of gave her the entire story. And then that's when she starts bawling. And then my whole, like starts, you know, go through the grapevine and, and they find out we actually waited a little bit um, to tell Tate's side of the family. Cause he was, we were scared. And so we waited and then they eventually, I mean, because it was on the internet, it was all going to come out regardless um, so we told them and they were one, they're, they're embarrassed because it's their names and they call it small Lake city here. So in Utah, everyone knows everything about everyone. So of course they're embarrassed for their name. They had all their friends and people reaching out like what's going on with Taylor issues finger. And that's not something yeah. like we don't want to brag about your kid. Right. So it was awful. It was really awful. Yeah. I can't imagine. So, so- I, I have a question before we move on as far as the Mormons. So, you know, I, I have a, a thing with me where I was raised Christian, very religious, a lot of rules. So as an adult, I love engaging in religious arguments with people specifically from the church my parents went to because I just love to dissect it. So I'm that kind of guy. But as far as, you know, the rules, like you said, crop top and the modesty and what's your, how do you, what's your stance on that? Do you agree with all of that? I mean, obviously or what's you, your, and like, obviously we know what the church rules are, but what is your personal, like unfiltered opinion? Because on there's that? people that are like, Oh, well she doesn't do this, this, and this. So that automatically disqualifies her from being LDS um, because you're not doing it by the book or following every single rule that was set out. Yeah. So I kind of, this has always been my perspective always. Um, I don't really care what religion anyone is, um, whatever you say it is, um, Catholics, Christians, whatever, maybe Mormons. And then, well, Mormon is Christian. I don't know if people don't think that, but we are Christian. And so as long as you're being kind and treating people right and your intentions are, and your desires are more pure, I, I know people don't think that out because I've messed up and I was a bad friend, but overall, like, I think if you, if you have those, then it does, I don't really care what you do or believe in. And so I think if you have, as long as you're treating people like, cause some of the, the, the worst people, you know, are these churchgoers, right. That have done awful things. And then you have this, um, this person that's drinking and has all these issues, but as a really good person at their core. Right. So it's like, I don't really go off all these little rules that people are, or they're not following because it doesn't really define them as a person. So, I mean, look at all these, I was a Mormon mom and look at the things I, I did. I did bad things. Right. So it doesn't make me any better than anyone that wasn't going to church. Right. So if anything, it makes me worse. And so I can now use myself an example, but I've always looked at people and I'm just like, who cares? Like Mormons, they're judgmental ones. I'll be like, Ooh, they drink, you know, like, I don't know. Like I wouldn't hang around. I'm like, that has nothing to do with their character. If they do in moderation, they're not hurting anyone. I don't see an issue with that, you know? 
Let's take a quick break to talk about Hyo, which is our favorite children's vitamin brand. We've been using them for years now. And when we first became parents, we tried different kinds of vitamins. And typically, children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other gummy drunk going kids should never eat. That's why Hyo was created. And it's a pediatrician approved, super powered, chewable vitamin. While most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues, Haya is made with zero sugar, zero gummy junk, and it tastes great and is perfect for picky eaters. I have a few picky eaters and they all freaking love Haya. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine, which makes it great for children with all kinds of lifestyles and health issues. And Haya is designed for kids of all ages. It's sent straight to your door. So parents have one less thing to worry about. It's formulated with the help of nutritional experts. It's pressed with the blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. My kids also love that it first came in that like yellow glass bottle that is reusable. And then every month they send the fresh vitamins to fill up your bottle with. My fr- my kids love decorating the bottle when we first got it. And they still have it to this day, which I think is so cute. We've also worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You can receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash Garcia. This deal is not available on their regular website. So you have to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash Garcia and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Let's jump back into the combo. So you have the same essentially stance as us. We're the, we're the same way. We're like, hey, to each his own. If you're a good human, yeah. good person, at the end of the day, I think that should outweigh, oh, you, you had a margarita at dinner type deal. So... <laughs> Yeah. Or even things that are more severe, like, oh, you, you cheated on your husband. Well, everyone makes mistakes and that doesn't mean that you, you know what I mean? Can't have like a redemption arc or let you're a, still a good person. Anyways, everyone wants to know about, you know, obviously the tea, the drama, but what I'm more interested in with the swinging situation is like kind of how it came about. But first of all, what, what is soft swinging? Cause that's the term that you used. I actually just heard it. I don't even know if, if that is like, like a confirmed like definition, but soft swinging is more like swingers, like actual swingers. Um, they'll have like sex with other people and soft swinging is more like, I guess where you don't go all the way is what I've been told. Is that a correct definition? I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but that's what we like called it when we would talk. Um, and how it came about, it wasn't really a conversation. Oh. Okay, so you, so you gave the definition. Your crew, group, whatever you want to call it, were you guys, by definition, was it soft swinging or was it not soft swinging? It was more between like my my ex and I. Like that's what we would like say. Like we just, we had, you know, did this. And we're like, I, that's soft swinging. Like we're not full on. Like okay. we wouldn't even consider ourselves swingers because like swingers, like actually it's like a thing. They have these parties and mine wasn't like a, it wasn't like a planned thing. Things just happened. So was it kind of just like you were at dinner with your group of friends and like you were drinking and one thing led to the next or like how, I think that's a lot of people's questions because honestly, like I know you think that you like did a bad thing or like that is bad, whatever. That's the term you used bad, but sexual exploration is actually really common and I feel like it should be normalized more. But I think people are more so interested in like, if they're interested in doing something like that, like how does it even come up? Yeah, that's where like, see, I don't know if we did a a wrong or right right way. And there are people that have come out online and like told me that there's like a right way to do it. And we kind of knew, like I can speak for my husband and I, that we we were told to not dabble in those type of things if your marriage wasn't rock solid. Like if you're a little rocky probably don't dabble into that. And that was where our issue was, is that we were not a hundred percent and we were already rocky. And then you dabble into that. And then it's not really shocking that you got those emotional feelings elsewhere, right? Like we were already struggling. And then I seek that from somewhere else. I'm not saying that's okay, but that's just what had happened. And so it wasn't a conversation that ever was like planned. It just naturally happened at, at parties. 
I want to go to a party where well, <laughs> someone uh, just, <laughs> I'm like, dang, how I was like, I'm like just here thinking, am I like so ugly or something? Because well, so, why like, have I never been? <laughs> Bethany and I, we've been married. Like I was 17 years old when we got married. My mom had to drive to the courthouse and sign a paper because she got pregnant and we thought that's what, you know, God and Jesus, we needed to do. Um, but nine years later, we're still here. So, you know, that's not something to us. But Bethany started, you know, she, this thing called confessions and the amount of people that are out here swinging, we were like, damn, this is more common than, you know, it's not, it's not common to us, but a lot of people, at yeah. least the people that were responding are swinging or having or relationships just having with other like people. Affairs, yeah, yeah. So. I didn't realize how common it is. I think because like when you're, you're living in your own little world, you don't really see the outside of that. And so it's definitely been very interesting. And I think, and I think that's why I was so excited to have you on too, is because when you only have people in your realm, like you're only learning about their lives, then kind of makes you a little bit closed-minded. And so it's nice to like hear from other people. A lot of people asked this question. <laughs> Did mom talk know you were swinging, even if they weren't involved? Like, was it something that came up when you guys were like filming content together? No. Mom Talk did not know there were people in my friend group that knew. Okay. So friend group, meaning like your personal real life friends or were those real life friends also in Mom Talk videos? Yes. Um, so that's where people are getting it wrong is like, that's why I think Mom Talk got like so mad and, and defensive was because there was a mix in there. Right. So I have Mom yeah. Talk. And then I have a friend group and then some of the friend group, they, they knew, but some, there was, there was in mom talk and that's just, I can't, I still, yeah. still the state so, go into detail. Someone said, why won't you name names? And I think we talked about this on the phone before the podcast, but do you want to like, just tell people how it is, like why you really just can't? I think for one, I would never want to like, I guess blow up their lives if that makes sense like it's it's something that was personal and I would have never came out and told my story and the story of them if I hadn't my dirty laundry wasn't released online and it was confirmed and it was confirmed online I mean the thing with online is great is that you can always if things ever went to court you can you could trace everything um and so things were confirmed and then deleted. And so it was already out there about me. Um, so then I was like, well, I have to tell my story now, but I don't, I didn't want to bring names that I didn't have to involved. And also for legal purposes, if anything were to like get out of hand, um, they, they can come at you. Granted, everything I have said is, is true. If they, if we ever were to go like to court or anything like that, it all comes out and it all comes out publicly. And I think that's something they all don't want. And nor do I want to like, hurt anyone more than I have. I've hurt people unintentionally through this because I wasn't able to name names. And that's what made the huge mess of mom talk is that people were just like pointing fingers and assuming yeah. and guessing. And that's what sucks. No one in mom talk ever did soft, soft swap. They did not, but did they know? So did a person or some people know? Yes. And were they at some of these parties? Yes. Okay. So Someone said, like I had said earlier, sexual exploration is super normal. Are you getting more support or criticism from the public and like your followers? I would say shockingly a lot of support. I think the reason I'm getting support and I guess some, some grace is because I, I was the, I was the person that came out and I was like, this is what I did. I'm sorry. And I get, I was the only pretty much honest one in the situation where no one in the, the, the group has ever talked about it and they don't have to, that's the, to each their own, but, um, this is my job and this is my name. So I had to come and defend it somewhat. And I'm the only one that was like semi-honest. Did I give all the dirty details of things? Absolutely not for my situation or anyone else's. Um, so I wasn't completely honest because I, I just didn't give the details. Right. But I was somewhat, and I've taken responsibility. So I've gotten a lot of support and I've, put a lot of humor with it. It's been an awful month and I've been like so anxiety and crying, but on camera, I've at least tried to make light of something here. I don't know. It's been a tornado. <laughs> 
I want to take a break really quick to talk about Dame. I know today's episode, we're talking all about sexual exploration and how it is very normal. And so many people want to explore sexually. And honestly, one of the most normal ways that I explore sexually is with Dame. I freaking love Dame. I'm honored to be a Dame partner for almost two years now. They're one of my favorite brands in the world. And one of my favorite products from Dame is the Air. Air is a suction toy that creates thrilling pulses of air and a soft seal around your clitoris, which is perfect for fans of oral simulation. Dame provides daily wellness products for pleasure, intimacy, and connection. And you can discover pleasure through their thoughtfully engineered toys and other bedroom essentials. Honestly, one of the reasons why I love Dame so much is because their products are designed for people with vaginas to feel really, really, really good. And I feel like a lot of other brands are more geared towards men and Dame is really, it's female founded, it's female oriented and it's for vagina havers to have like the best orgasms ever. And if you're looking to try Dame for the first time, like I said, I highly recommend the air. One of the things I also love about the air is that there's a generous opening for all clitoris sizes. All shapes and sizes are welcome with Dame. And you can also stimulate your nipples or other zones of the body that you want to. It's not just for vaginas, which is I love a multi-use toy. And there's also five intensity levels. So whatever you're comfortable with, go for it. Personally, I'm all in for a full charged power intensity level. Um, you can use code Garcia for 15% off at dameproducts.com. That's code Garcia for 15% off. Let's jump back into the convo. Okay. The timeline. So remember, I, I'm getting this all secondhand, piecing it together. So you post on social media that you're getting a divorce, correct? At that point, you hadn't talked anything about swinging, anything like that. So what happened between that that post and then when you finally decide, okay, I'm going to just put this all out there because I we and her were like, you know, pre in our pre-meeting or whatever. And I'm like, something had to happen. I'm wondering if people in real life were talking shit and saying this and that about you. So you're like, okay, fine. If that's what you guys want to do, I have this platform and I'm going to use this platform to get my side of the story out. Or how, you know, what happened between you saying you're getting a divorce and then being like, hey, actually the reason is because we were swinging and I broke some rules, that type of deal. Yeah, actually, that's a good question. Um, that's where everyone I think is like, where do things go wrong? And to be honest, yeah, I was only posting about my divorce because I was going to be in a different house. I was going to get flooded with questions. The people would have noticed. Yeah, yeah. So I was, regardless, did I do it quick? Yes. It was like, found out the awful thing. We're getting divorced. I moved out, like, I think four days later. Like, I was, like, looking for a house. So got a house, moved in, and I was, like, announcing my divorce online. Um, however, there was a blow-up in the friend group. Um, and so you know, within those people who knows who they went and told, correct? And I, I know who they went and told. In real life, there was a blow up, like within, not, not on not on the internet. This was in real life in Salt Lake yes. City. Okay. Yes. And so there was a, a big, there was like a friend blow up. And so, of course, people are mad. And so they go tell people. And so the wrong ears that do have platforms found out. And then people were asking online, like, oh, Taylor's getting divorced. Why is Taylor getting divorced? And then it was like, did she cheat? Like, what's going on? And so people confirmed and they liked it. And then it got onto Reddit from who knows where, correct? Like, there was only very few of us that knew the situation. And so it got on Reddit. How did that get on Reddit if no one knew? So it's just like, I know that it was confirmed by, unfortunately, certain people. And so I was like, well... I had nothing but rage. And I was just like, well, since that story is coming out about me, I'm going to actually tell everyone what's actually going on or what had happened and why this happened, you know? Yeah. So with that, what, has anyone like, did anyone like threaten you like legally or like when you went live? Because I think I remember, I I remember getting like a notification that you were going live. So no, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, she's like really being so honest. And I think I was kind of shocked because in my experience with social media, this being my job for like eight years, people love to curate a reality. And like, even when they're going through something really hard, they don't give a lot of like detail to it. 
And honestly, for me watching it, I was like, wow, like she literally doesn't give a fuck or maybe she does, but it's like, you just like, I, I don't know. I could sense like a vulnerability with you and you would just like wanted to get your story out there. So like, was, was the blow up what prompted you to go live or was it something else? I think just the story getting on the internet, like confirming that I had had an affair that had hit the internet. And so to me, it, it wasn't just, I went and had an affair. It was more like, well, we were friends we were intimate with each other, with everyone knowing. And then I liked this person, right? So like, I feel, I'm not trying to justify or say that's okay in any way, but I just didn't go out and have an affair with someone random or some friend's husband. It was more like there was actual connections. There was intimacy there. Like that's why it happened, you know? So it was kind of in defense of yourself. I just didn't want to be known as like people that are thinking, oh, you have to be careful with her around your husband because- that was never the case. I mean, how many parties did I have with tons of flirty husbands that never even like husbands aren't flirty. Okay. So (laughs) just kidding in a, in a hypothetical different scenario, if you know, your, your situation ship gets discovered, you're going through a divorce. If it could have stayed between the people in that room or were involved and it didn't get spread word to mouth, would you have gone online and talked about that part of your life or okay. So it's not like, Oh my gosh, you saw this, opportunity to gain likes and followers. So that's why you did it. If so, there was, this was a reaction to something happening. And I think a lot of people just based off of the responses that Bethany got was like, Oh, is this for cloud? And people are thinking like, well, why, why would you out your friends and put people on blast or talk about things, different things. But it seems like a reaction to something that happened in real life that wasn't on the internet. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's kind of shocking that people, I guess it's fair given my content that I kind of say anything for, you know, clout and I joke. So I get where they're coming from on that side. However, was this a benefit to me to come out and tell all my mistakes, my embarrassing things, and I'm losing my entire life is crashing down. No, I don't think anyone really wants to say that and admit that. Um, it wouldn't have come out if it didn't have to, to be honest, it, no one really wants to come out and say, yeah, I did do this. And yeah, my world was crashing. Let's take a quick break to talk about Chime. Is the piece of plastic in your wallet doing enough for you? Because with the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. This has been such a game changer for Anthony and I when we've been trying to build our credit. Honestly, when we were young and dumb and got married, we had no financial advice in our life that really helped us. Actually, every advice we got really hurt us. And so with credit cards like this that actually help us build our credit and repair it from like how bad it was, game changer. And I highly recommend it. You see with the credit builder, you members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. Having good credit scores can mean getting better car loan rates or renting apartments easier, bragging rights around the dinner table, which we didn't have for a long time. And honestly, when you're trying to buy a house, you need a good credit score. So it's, like I said, key. Continue your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. So you can get started at Chime.com slash Garcia. That's Chime.com slash Garcia. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary and some users' scores may not improve. Let's jump back into the combo. So backpedaling just a tiny bit, can you share with everyone what the agreement specifically was? Because I know you said like there was rules that you had to follow. So I I like that because I was going to ask that same question, but can we go back a little? I'm just curious, how did the conversation happen? She said it naturally. No, but but like like for the agreement, between you and your ex-husband or soon to be ex-husband, was there a conversation that happened or was it really just like a spur of the moment thing things got a little wild and then you never talked about it or was there a conversation that took place after that? Yeah. So the very first time we had been intimate with other people, there was a conversation and it was like, uh, well that happened last night. And then I was like, yeah, like how do we feel about that? (laughs) You know? 
it was so awkward to be honest. Like it just was because you're intoxicated. So those like the fear and the guilt is not there. Right. And then you wake up and you're like, Oh shit. You know? And so we were, I remember driving in the car and just talking about it and he enjoyed it. And I was like, well, uh, I, I mean, I did it more, I feel like for him because it was an excitement to the the men and I, I didn't like it till as it progressed, if that makes sense. Like at first I was like, sure, that was fun. And I agreed to that. But then as time went on, I started to like it more and more. And that's where things got rocky is because he, I think he saw that I liked it and enjoyed it. And then the agreement was like, and he was very clear on this. He was like, if you we're okay to do it if we're there and everyone's on the same page. If you do anything behind my back and deceitful, we will divorce. We will divorce. And I, he made that very, very clear. What was your requirements or rules for him? him? Yeah. It was just the same. It was like, it was like, it it was the same thing to be honest. I mean, that's not like, I was kind of, I was clocked out a little before like all of this went down. And I think that's, that hasn't been a secret. Um, at this point I was, we were struggling. And so I, he knew this, we talked about, it. I had like one foot in and one foot out. I had, okay. I was very like confused. I did suggest we separate and kind of just see where things are. And, and he's like, well, I really want to work on things. So I was like, okay. Like I just, you know, I, I agreed to that. And then, um, when all of it came out, he was like, well, I was clear on what I said, you messed up. So we are divorcing and out of self-respect, he wanted to abide by the, what he had said. And I, and I understand that it has been hard because he was my best friend for like six, seven years, but it was something I think I needed, you know, like regardless, I wasn't going to walk away. And so the fact that he was like the one to call the shots, um, was good because it's something I'd wanted, but I don't know if I would have had the courage to walk out. That makes a lot of sense. And, um, was there ever a moment where you were like, please don't leave me or were you kind of just like, all right, like if that's what you want. It was always all right. If, if, if that's what it is. And to be honest, like I, regardless divorce or not, I think there needed to be like a separation to at least like be clear on like what I wanted. And, um, the divorce has been like, he's even said this, like it's, it's where we're meant to be right now. And it was needed in this circumstance, he said, I'm not happy about how it happened, but for some reason he does feel that it's, it's right. And I feel the same. So. Yeah. You mentioned, I think it was in your life that other couples are getting divorced. Is that still true? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so it just hasn't like come out yet at all. I think it's out there that oh, okay. it is, it's confirmed. Um, other people confirmed it online from like other friends. So okay. other people have talked about it, but yeah. And okay, cool. Um, I think that's a question that a lot of people had, but I also think that a lot of people are assuming that like the other couple that like is anonymous or like hasn't been named is like, has like a lot of followers on TikTok. Is that true? Like, what do you mean? Like, I guess. Like, are they a TikToker? Or a social media personality? Or are they just like some random person that like lived on your street and you like invited them to a party? Well, there were several people involved. Okay. 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 I, I think you, I remember you saying that it was like a party and like, were there some people that were more involved than others like at this party? Okay. Yes. So like there was more than four people, like just a rough number, like five to 10, 10 to 15, 20, like. <laughs> I can't okay, get okay. to I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I'm just going to say eight. That's the number I'm going to pull. Let's just say there's eight people. That's four couples, right? Every time a party went down, it was all the couples same involved, or was it like you and this couple would hang out sometimes away from still still in agreement with you know with you and your husband, or was it just like, hey, every time we're together, there's eight of us at all time? It was the same people um for the those okay, we would have big parties where a lot of people came. But then it would be kind of more like after hours. So everyone would go home and those people would stay. So you had a core group that were that was like your... They knew, I, yeah. I don't know what to call... Your team. I don't know what to call <laughs> Your <it>. team. <laughs> there were... It was the same people when this happened. And there were more... There were several people... Not several. There was people more involved in it than others. Okay. Moving away from the swinging thing for just one sec. There's a lot of, I think, misconceptions like about your content on TikTok because you're like a satire account. 
do you want to like clear some things up for people? Because people have a lot of questions. First question being, are you 50? <laughs> are you 50? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm 20. I just turned 28. Love it. Okay. Cause I was thinking you don't look 50 and I was confused about that, but I, I think I got after a while like that you were like joking. And I think that's something that seems a little like it kind of turned me off at first. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, it's kind of genius because for my type of content, it's like real and raw and unfiltered. And like, I care about the community of it. And then you have like, like TikTokers come into the mix and it's more like what can get the most engagement? What can like make people talk the most? And kind of makes me wonder what's more lucrative because I've been doing this for, like I said, almost nine years. And a lot of these TikTokers have like 10 times the followers that I do. And like, 10 times the money too. It's very interesting to me like to see the the difference between like even the two apps. Um, the second question was, is your nanny slash sister involved? <laughs> no. Yeah, let's clear that one up. No, she is not involved at all. She just likes to joke around like I do. So. Okay. So I think the next one is, is your house actually haunted? <laughs> It was creepy, but I wouldn't go as far as haunted. <laughs> and then obviously, it's so funny because I think a lot of people are like genuinely confused about if you're a grandma or not. Like genuinely. And I'm like, if you click on the tags that like, I know one of the videos was like you and Camille and Miranda. And you're like, yeah, these are my granddaughters or my daughters. And here's their babies. But like, if you click on their page, you can obviously see like you guys are all the same age, whatever. People are genuinely confused. So do you want to just, in your own words, clear it up for people? Are you a grandma? <laughs> I am not a grandma. It was a joke because people were just like saying, it all started with they were like saying, I looked older, older, whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to ride that wave while I can. Yeah. And so I was like their mom. And then they obviously had children. So I was a grandma. And then I don't know how it was so believable, but I guess the reason I think we were talking about it is because on TikTok, you kind of see the rarest of the rare type of people, right? Like there's like shocking things. And so I think people are like, oh my gosh, she just looks so young and she is a grandma. And so maybe I think that's why they believed it. If other reasons, I'm honestly offended. Like <laughs> that they think I'm a that they believed it. <laughs> yeah, funny. but no, I'm not a grandma. Not yet. <laughs> so back to the situation chip, it blows up. Honestly, though, do you I know you said like bad or it was bad or not not a holy thing or whatever. Let's take away or you as a person, right? Because obviously you 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 are Mormon. You don't follow every rule. You don't do everything to the to the book. But honestly, take that away, you know, take away the religious answer or the, the Mormon answer that you're supposed to give. Do you honestly believe that what you did was bad? Not the wrong, cheating, not the or, cheating or the situation. And, you know, you needed that emotional connection that you were lacking at home. So you found it. It just wasn't in the traditional way. Um, but like, honestly, do you think what you did was wrong or bad? Like, honestly. Okay. Are you asking me, do I think the emotional part with him or the, the group? I think the swing, the group's quote swinging. Is it bad? Well, at the time being, I wasn't thinking that, but the mess it's made out of my life and the emptiness and the darkness that we kind of felt during it. Um, I think it kind of, your, your intuition, my, my gut was telling me that it, it, it is. And it, it, cause I don't know, cause there's a lot of people that do it and it's not bad to them. And it's just like a part of their life and no judgment to them if, if they do do that. But I guess it brought me nothing but misery and, yeah. and it's made my life hell. So to be honest, like I, I wouldn't recommend it, but maybe it was the way I, I did it. I don't think if you're in a strong, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but if you're in a strong marriage and you're happy and you're healthy, I don't know why you'd, you'd want to be sharing your spouse. And maybe that's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I just feel like I, I think it was not right because of the way it made me feel. That makes sense. Okay. And I think the one last question I wanted to really ask you was, you said you had an affair with someone. 
have you, did, did you stop seeing him when you were caught? And have you talked to him since? We have been in contact since. Yes. Because you said you had an emotional attachment. It wasn't just a one night thing. So timeline, how long was it before you were like, hey, I have feelings for this person. And this is more than just us getting together and soft swinging. It's beyond that where I want to do this. Be alone with you. Be alone with yeah. you. Like, what, what was the timeline on that? Or how long did it take to get to that point? Because what, from what it sounds like is from the beginning, you weren't really interested. It made your partner happy. So that made you happy. So at what point was it like, okay, this is something that I ne- don't necessarily enjoy, but I'm, every void that is needed to be filled is being filled. So that's what's making me happy. Yeah, I would say it was only a, it was only a couple months of um, like the friendship emotional part. And it was like it was an innocent friendship for majority of the time until the very like close weeks of everything falling apart is when it got like worse. Oh, so it, did it like blow up really fast once you develop yeah. feelings? Okay. Yeah, like things like I think I think there were always like feelings there, um, obviously a little bit because of the friendship and the emotional connection and just like being friendly. Um, but as things progressed, it just got worse and worse and then just blew up. So was that, was that hard for you to cut that relationship off once everything hit the fan? And obviously, you know, getting divorced is difficult, but then you've, you had feelings for this person and now you got to cut that off as well. So essentially you lost both of your partners, lovers, I don't even know the right word to say in one, one sitting. Yeah, actually that's been a really, really, really hard part is actually because I one hurt my best friend, significant other in that way. And I I saw the hurt and rage it brought him. So it broke my heart in that sense. But then I also like lost that friendship and the, like you're saying this other person and so I was like heartbroken, um, as well, all at the same time. So I like broke someone's heart. I hurt from that. And I was like heartbroken. So I hurt from that. And it's just been misery. Um, I was actually on the toilet hungover a few weeks ago. Um, cause I was just in so much pain. I went out and tried to like numb it and I get home and the next day I'm like having a panic attack and I'm like on the toilet and I literally like lift up my hands and I'm like to Jesus or God. I was like, I surrender. I cannot do this. Like I need help. And I think at that point, like I was so desperate for like peace of some sort because I just couldn't like, I can't let go of what I've done. And I, I, I hold it all in and I just, it's been hard to let go. I'm in therapy. We're working on it. Um, but yeah, it was a, it was a heartbreak all in one and I'm still in contact with both of them. So that's been helpful, but it's been really hard. So with the, with the guy that the affair was with your communication with him, is it purely to this day, like supportive to try to get through your situations or is there still that like emotional piece there that you're like, you have feelings for him? Um, I think it's, it's the, it's the friendship that's really, we're like, I guess we're both going through the same thing. And so we can connect on that. And so it's been we've been trying to like just help each other through it and get through it. And we're obviously in a big mess with both sides. And so yeah. it's hard to think anything else in the future. I can't speak on that. I don't know where things will go with that. Um, but for right now, our, our the goal is to like finalize everything, get our ducks in a row. And then if for any reason there was, I'm speaking hypothetically for anyone, to be honest, if I'm going to be with, I want that foundation to start fresh, healthy and not on a lie, obviously. So so what's what's next? You have this situation, all of your laundry's out there for the world to see. What's next for you? What's your quote unquote rebound from this? What do you see going forward? How do you do you you know dive into the religion 100%? Do you are you still going to be you? Are you still going to joke about matters and make people go crazy behind their phones <laughs> trying to figure things out? What what's your what's Long-term next for goal, you? Yeah. I'm I'm sure you don't want to be, you know, Taylor the swinger Mormon wife. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure that's not unless that's the badge you want to carry around. Hey, all right to you. But what's next? What do you what do you take for this? Because like like Bethany said, you broke your situation broke the internet in a way. So how do you what do you see next? What's coming for you? What's Yeah, I for some people, I think a 180 or a 360 change, whatever you want to call it, 
I don't think that's healthy. I don't think if you go from one thing and then go to extreme, I don't think that's good. I don't think it lasts as long. Um, I think for me, I'm going to have to slowly like religion. Am I going to go every Sunday and change my life? No, I'm going to be honest with everyone and myself. No. Will I try to be better? Yes. I'm going to work on that. Also with like partying and whatnot. Am I going to completely stop forever? No. Am I going to try to slow down and everything in moderation? Yes. And so cleaning up my life in that part, um, that aspect, but also like growing up, I've never lived on my own before. This will be the first time ever because I was young, got married, had kids. So first time on my own, I'll be a single mom. So I get to learn all that. And then my career, I do want to continue TikTok. So I'll probably still try to make people, you know, cringe and whatnot on the internet. This is my job. So I'll continue that. A lot of podcast opportunities have come out. Like they want, they want me to come on. So I might do those. I want to shed light and also like my experience um, with people of like having these feelings in a marriage and a marriage. And it's like, like I've talked about, it's taboo to admit these types of things and what you want. Um, so kind of sharing that experience because I've had a lot of DMs saying like, this is how I felt in my marriage. And I would have never came out and said that. I'm glad someone else like has said something, you know? Yeah. So kind of like shed light on this awful time in this trial. Like, yes, I've stepped in shit and now it's time to clean it up and let's move on. And that probably won't be the last time I do it, but to try to learn from this and to, to teach people in some type of way, or just to share my experience. Um, I've also talked about like physical, like it's, it's taken a toll on my physical health. I've lost a lot of weight with this. Um, so I'm working on that emotionally. I'm getting therapy. However you grieve, I'm learning how I grieve, which is, I never knew that till now. And also how I handle really hard situations. So I'm learning a ton all at one time. That's why it's been like an emotional wreck, but it's been about 40, almost 40 days since. So starting to finally be able to talk, like I, this is my second podcast I've done since. And, um, I wasn't ready to talk about it, nor did I know how to word it. But the goal is to, to try and to be better. Yeah. I'll see. I think it's really, really great that you're taking care of your emotional and physical health and mental health right now because I think something people don't think about a lot with having a lot of followers is like the emotional toll of people constantly like talking about you. And that's, that's completely separate from like, if your life is blowing up and like things are happening behind the scenes, like I can't even imagine that toll on your body, every aspect of it. So I'm really glad that you're taking care of yourself. And then I also just wanted to tell you that when I did the question box, the number one thing that I got over and over again was like, please just tell her that I think she's so brave that I, that I love her, that I want to send her support. And people just overwhelmingly like wanted you to know that they support you. Well, that's so nice. I, I'm, I'm like shocked still to this day. Cause I'm like, why would anyone want to support me? But I do appreciate it. And I am trying to learn from my mistakes. So Thank you. I, I do. I also want to commend you. I, it's brave. I mean, as you know, our job is on social media. We put our life out there. But I honestly feel like you're kind of like the martyr for this because although it's not traditional and normal, there's so many people, like you said, that have these feelings that they don't know how to express them or to act on them. Or you have the people that do. And it's it's got such a bad light on it. And people think so negatively about it. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, whatever makes people happy. And like you said, if you're in agreement with your partner, with the people in your group, like who's to judge and who's to say, oh, you guys are wrong for, for this or that. So I think yeah. it's awesome. And, and, and owning your mistakes when you did, when you have messed up. Like, I think it's so cool. Exactly. And I, I, I'm the type of person that I want to air everything out for everyone and get the real story. And so I think that was dope as fuck because you did take, you take accountability. You said, hey, this is what I did wrong. But at the same time, fuck all you other people that were involved and want to act holier than thou or whatever. So I think it's amazing. Yeah. And you would just love to expose everyone. And I'm like, okay, let's take a because step I back. just for me, I hate <laughs> the people that are online. They're one way and they act one way. But then in real life, it's like you're not that person. You're if people really knew you or knew what you were about, you probably wouldn't like you. So that's just that's just how I am. But that's that's on a tangent. But we. I agree with that. And I, I'm that way too. And I'm kind of like the same all around. I, I joke a ton. And if you believe my jokes, that's on you. But overall, my personality and I feel like is the same all around, like personally, if that makes sense, not on TikTok, but like 
from here now or what I go do out on the weekends or wherever I'm at, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. And I, I do have that personality where I'm like, I don't give an F like what you think and that's on you. And that's my mentality and it always has been, maybe always will be. It's a little different now, but um, yeah, I guess for me, I, if they want to live that way in that life to each their own. And so I want to respect that's the way they want to live, but I'm going to do me and they can do them. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it a lot in your vulnerability. And yeah, if, if you're listening to this and you still don't know who Taylor is, which I highly doubt anyone listening doesn't, her TikTok is, it's at Taylor Frankie Paul, right? Yeah. And then same on Instagram. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you thank for chatting you. with us. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can catch a new episode of the Garcia Diaries unfiltered every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss any of the action and don't forget to leave a rating and review. You can follow us on social at the Garcia Diaries, at Sir Garcia Diaries, and our podcast page at the Garcia Diaries pod. Talk to you next week. Peace.